Hi, Sean here. Just before our program, I wanted to let you know that we're running a workshop in Silicon Valley, actually in Menlo Park, uh, called Story Powered Culture Change. Uh, if you want to come along, you just go to our website, go to the events page, and all the information is there for you to check out and, and sign up. Hope to see you in uh, California. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, I'm Sean Callahan, And I'm Mark Shank. So, I hear we have uh, something maybe from the aviation industry. How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is a story from Southwest Airlines and how demonstrating how if you've got a clear purpose, purpose it can help you make better decisions. And... Herb Kelleher, the, the famous CEO of, of Southwest, set a clear purpose for Southwest, which was to democratize the skies. And the way they do that is low prices and high spirits. And a few years ago, there was a situation where most of the airlines were struggling yep. and they got some consultants in, Southwest got some consultants in to look at how they can save some money. And the consultants worked with the finance people and they came back and said to the senior execs, easy, charge for bags. Everyone else is doing it. It's going to drop 350 million straight to your bottom line. It's just cream. Too easy. Everyone's doing it. And the execs went, actually, no, because our purpose is to democratize the skies. And if we charge for bags, we make it harder for people to fly, not easier. So you're going to have to find the money somewhere else. And the consultants and the finance team looked at them and said, hey, hang on, but this is going to drop 350 million into your bottom line. And still the senior leadership team said, no, we're not doing it. And they, they worked uh, with a marketing guy called Roy Spence, who's been with Kelleher for a long time working with Southwest. And instead of charging for bags, they ran a marketing campaign called Bags Fly Free. Big marketing campaign. And less than a year later, the finance team were back in the office senior in, with the senior execs. And they said, well, okay, that was a mistake because the charging for bags would have dropped 350 million to the bottom line. But by running the Bags Fly Free campaign, we've actually increased uh, revenue by over a billion dollars. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they've taken market share from their competitors in doing so. And what they found is that rather than costing them money, sticking to their purpose, made them money. Oh, that's fantastic. What a great story. Okay, fantastic. They're, they're- there's a couple of really nice things about that story. I mean, one for me, you know, a business story is great to have numbers in it. You know, 350 mil, billion, it's, you know, really big numbers, tangible. Um, you can see business people really leaning forward on something like that. And and because it has that, I guess, um, real tangibility in terms of the figures, it allows people to hear the message, Right which is around you know, really adhering and making decisions based on your purpose. Absolutely. So one of the things we, we often say is that stories are facts wrapped in context, delivered with emotion. Of course, you've got to get the facts right. And having that really tangible data, of yes. the, the money, it's, it's, it's substantial. Yeah. I also like the fact too that, I mean, I've heard stories about Herb Kelleher. And in fact, as you started telling that story, I thought it was another story that I'd heard. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's a good story. But then it was nice it was flipping to this one I'd never heard before. So that was that was terrific. Sort of a more up-to-date one, if you like. Uh, he's a guy that people know. 
Yeah, and the brand is very reputable as well. Yes. So it's one of the reasons that story kind of has credibility is because that Southwest reputable brand. Yeah, as an airline, I think they're you know the ones that are really you know pushing ahead, doing interesting things in the US. Mm. Um, it's also a very short story, isn't it? And I think you could probably tell a shorter version. Yeah, and and I think just that one line about your bags fly free is is just enough to go. It's. I've been thinking about what makes things remarkable. In fact, what makes leaders remarkable. And leaders are remarkable is when they do something that goes against the grain, you know, that still adheres to the values or the strategy or the purpose, but goes against the grain. And I think this is a a corporate version of that, right? Right. So everybody's saying, do it, do it, do it. All the other airlines are doing it, but they hold their course. And, you know, don't you... I know for me when I'm traveling in the US or now in Australia as well, when you have to buy extra for your bags, you think I'm paying this money. Oh, now I have to pay another 25 bucks for my bags or whatever it is. It's oh, bloody annoying. It is. It, it, it irks me yeah. every time. And I think that's whenever there's something that, you know, is for the majority of people is irking them, that's an opportunity for a market, new market to be created or a new product to be created. And I think that's what they've done there. Yeah, it's really nice. It is very nice. So a whole bunch of different reasons. That's a story that that really works. I guess the other thing about it is that it's a very, it's a very business oriented story. It's a yeah. business story. Yep. It's about what happened in a business and how values in a bit or how purpose in a business can make a difference. Yes. Actually, uh, remind me too. I remember one of my um, uh, friends, uh, Amy Point, and I used to work with Amy at IBM years ago. Uh, she was telling me she, you know, she's worked in the consulting world at a very senior level, and she was telling me that she uh, was working with two organisations. One had a strong purpose, and the other one, you know, had no idea what their purpose was. And she was just saying that the length it took, uh, the time it took for making a decision was so much longer for that organization that didn't have a purpose. So in addition to making the right decisions, just making a decision, you know, this, we're talking about speed and ag- agility and, you know, sort of responding. If you've got a purpose, you can do that. You can do that quicker because you can quickly say, yeah, no, that's out. That's wrong for us. No, here's the right way. And like you, the, the story reminded me of a couple of uh, experiences I've had where where values have been uh, well well handled, yep. uh, where they've been used to make decisions, and and how I, I remember that when we were both at SMS together, and uh, the three values of SMS were uh, enhanced reputation, maintain unity, and add value. Add value, and there was an opportunity to to break into a new account, a strategic account that we'd been targeting for some time, and the 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 catch though was that. The, the new client wanted a guy who was already on an important assignment for an existing client. Right. And so the the business development manager's going, this is a no-brainer. We just take him off the existing client, give him to a new client. That's a strategic account. We've been trying to get into there for years. And we put the values on the table and went, well, actually, we can't because how does this enhance our reputation or add value for our existing client? It totally doesn't. So we have to say no. And the BD manager was not Happy. I can bet that he was be not happy. Yes, and so he had to go back to the new to the new client, which was the tax office actually, uh, and explain to them and say, "Look, I'm sorry, but uh, we're not prepared to take this guy off an existing client because he's doing important work for them." And the uh, the client looked at him and said, "You'd do that? You'd 
you'd lose the opportunity to open up a strategic strategic account like the tax office to look after an existing client. He goes, yes, that's our values. And they went, okay, send us some other resumes. And we, yeah. we immediately got a few people into that account because we stuck by the values. So. Yeah, yeah no, it works over and over again. Mate. Absolutely. Now, business point, where would you tell this story? I... Many companies have values and they're often just lists of things that hang on the walls. And I'm continually amazed by the number of times I start a workshop and I ask people to pick a value yes. and explain what it is and why it's important. Uh-huh. And But the first question I ask is, okay, let's just list off the company values. And even when it's a senior executive team, a lot of times they can't do it. Yes. And so they're not the values aren't being used. No. They're so, not the, the real values. No, no. That's exactly right. They're the talisman that you hang on the wall to ward off evil spirits. That's right, yeah. And you wave at them mm. every, now and every now and again. And so if you were trying to get your company to take the values seriously, this story would help. I think too, you know, especially that at that juncture where you're trying to make a decision. And people trying to work out what, why, how are we going to make this decision? Well, hey guys, uh, we should really look at our purpose and our values. So, and then you just tell that story. And I tell you what, people would lean in and listen to that, and I, I think it would actually have a big impact. And also, uh, with the world's very complex, and it's getting more and more complex, and it's harder to make decisions. So, having good, clear principles, values, purpose can really help accelerate and increase consistency of decision-making in a VUCA world. <laughs> yes, yes, I used you the did term say VUCA. That. I said VUCA. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, all the listeners, I take that, I take that back. In a complex world. <laughs> so as things get more complex, purpose and values uh, will become increasingly more important because they'll help us make decisions when there is, n- is no provable correct answer. Yeah. I reckon, too, that there's a, an opportunity to tell this story as a creativity story. In the sense that, hey guys, um, you know, sometimes you have to uh, go against the grain, um, you know, to sort of shake things up, and you can create enormous value, and but it also gets us thinking to become creative. I mean, the whole, you know, bags fly free. I mean, that's a creative process that they came up with. It wasn't an obvious thing to do that. It's obvious in in hindsight, but at the time, it wouldn't have been obvious for them to do that. So, I think there's an element of uh, an illustration of creativity there, right? In, and are going against the flow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a couple of good reasons for it. I think the decision-making and creativity. Um, Bringing values to life. Yep, all those things. So, yeah, that's good. It's got some real versatility to it. Okay, so I don't know. Is there anything we want to say about, you know, if we were to tell it again, anything you would add to that story? I, th- I like the fact that it's got names in it. It's got numbers in it. Um, I think, you know, if, if you had a specific date, you know, that could add to the credibility of the story. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that would be something to think about. And, of course, just adding the date in adds no time to the length of no, the story. So no, no, exactly. It's, it's so, easily done. Um, but apart from that, I think it was great. And as you say, you can really tell a, a short, even shorter version of that story if you wanted to. So just want to pick up what you said about uh, when it happened. Because as I said it, going through my mind was, I should know that. Right. I yes. should have done that piece of research. Yes, right. So 
that's that's a lesson there because we know that the timestamp is an important part of the story and it adds credibility, but it also gives the listeners context. Yes. So if you could, if you said in two thousand and nine, then you've got immediate context because it's after the the, the global financial crisis. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. People start putting those things together, don't they? Exactly. Uh, good. Okay. So. Shall we give it a give it a rating? Give it a rating. Absolutely. So my story, you get to go first with the rating. Well, to me, this this is an eight out of ten story. This is a story I reckon I could have in my back pocket and tell. I know this is mixing metaphors. At a drop of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Not that my hat is my back pocket. So um, yeah, eight out of ten. It's a good Fantastic. story. Yep. I'm going to give it eight out eight out of ten as well. Yeah. And having uh, found it for the purpose of the of, of this podcast, I plan to use it next in the next the next workshop I run. Tell me, where did you find the story? So that story from a number of places, but yeah. uh, what twigged me to it was the book uh, Selling with Noble Purpose. Oh, okay, right, terrific. So yeah, then that I- led to YouTube videos of Roy Spence talking uh, talking about this uh, in keynotes. Is that right? Okay, so it just shows you to everyone who's out there listening is that there's so many sources for these stories that we're telling and you know it's just about keeping your eye out for them and you know sort of building up your story bank so hopefully this is another one you can pop in there so yeah and if you you notice a story that that grabs your attention then just doing a little bit of research can really lead you some some interesting details that that will enhance your telling. Now, obviously, you don't want to overdo it, as I did uh, about 10 episodes ago when I tried to tell like a 10-minute version of a story that, in fact, only needed two minutes because I'd done so much research. I'd got so involved in the details that I fell in love with the story. But, of course, I didn't need most of those details to make the point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good point. Fantastic. Okay, guys. Well, thanks very much again for listening to Anecdotally Speaking. And yeah, definitely tune in next week for another episode on how to put your stories to work.